Hey everyone, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your movie and TV news and reviews. This is episode 56 of the Cross Media Show, and today's topic is episode 5 and 6 of the limited series Obi-Wan Kenobi. But before we get into our discussion, if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps us with the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the bell to get all our to get notifications for all of our shows like the penultimate game show the marvel mondays initiative and anime nation if you're watching on twitch and have amazon prime you have prime gaming which means you have one free sub to give out and hey all i'm saying is like this is the channel that you could give a sub to kind of like you know these are the droids you aren't these are not the droids you're looking for this is the channel you can give a sub to anyway um if not, that's quite all right. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruben, the director of this channel, and today I am joined by one of the, one third of the movie podcast, Remember the Film, and half of I'm So Tired. And honestly, that's like the greatest podcast I've probably heard, just because <laughs> that's me. I'm always so tired. <laughs> Italy's biggest Matrix fan, Hugo Panay. Hugo, how's it going? Hello. Um, glad to be here. I was excited to talk about Obi-Wan somewhere, and I, I guess I finally have an outlet for it. So. Yeah. But you tell That's Will Beeman I said suck it, okay? Hell yeah. <laughs> suck right. it, Will. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and of course, we have the anime expert of the group, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going? Doing good. Doing good. Always excited when we get to talk Star Wars here. It's always a uh, few and far between, but the episodes are exciting. We'll see. We'll see what happens guys we'll see i don't know hugo i've been talking to christian uh this week and he was like very excited for me to talk to you about star wars just because i decided not to go deep diving your tweets and you know right i i want to go um you know dip my toes in now to see how hot your takes are for this i think right off the bat we can all agree uh, Christian has all the wrong Star Wars takes. I think we could all agree that Christian just has <laughs> all no, the wrong takes. Like he thinks no the man thinks Sonic Two was bad. Was a bad movie. Can you believe that? I, I didn't even watch it, so I don't know what to tell you about that. But. Yeah, just, say, just say, yeah, he's a hack. I, yeah, just yeah, he's a hack. There I agree. Yeah, for sure. yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, oh shit, <laughs> he's in the chat oh, and he oh, says dude, Sonic yeah. Two sucks. <laughs> well, this is awkward, Christian. Uh, Talk you, the devil's name and he shall appear. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, Christian, you suck. How about that one? You <laughs> suck. Before we get into the show, let's do some housekeeping. Um, who else is in here? Oh, El Diablo Christian. There you go. There you go. Um, the Marvel Mondays crew talked all about the Miss Marvel episode two on Monday. So go check that out and let us know if you're excited for the rest of the season. I'm a little hopeful, you know, uh, so far so good, but we've all been there before where we think a show is going to be like the best one yet. And they all have failed after Loki. So it's, uh, I like Miss Marvel so far. Um, yeah, it feels very familiar. Like it feels like it's doing Oh, another sort of mythology from another sort yeah. of area of the world is is now real in the MCU, yeah. and we have beings from another dimension, yeah. and now 
you know, the first three episodes are in a big Western city, and then the next three episodes were going to the place where that culture comes from, which exactly. is very much what Moon Knight did as well. Yes, um, but let's hope that this, this does it better. You know, you know? Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I'm enjoying it so far. Though. So far, it's so good. Yeah, me as well. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lane and I got together on Thursday and sat down to talk all about our thoughts on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Crisis Core Reunion. So go check that out on our YouTube channel now. I just dropped it today. Uh, and let us know if you have any crazy theories. And I, for one, still think that Tifa's going to die. I'm sorry. Spoilers. It's, it's Tifa's. She's got to go. You know, it just makes the most sense. But <laughs> just to just to do a twist on the story. Yeah, exactly. You know, we had it. it it's the, a tale <laughs> as old as time. You have to pick one. You know, first we did it with Aerith slash Eris. No, let's just do it with Tifa. You know, then Maybe. everybody will have their favorite Final Fantasy Seven. Um. And as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash penultimateconquest. Before we get into the show, guys, let's do what we've been watching. Hugo, I'm going to start with you. What have you been watching recently? Well, I mean... Besides <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> what haven't I been watching? I, uh, I've been watching a crap ton of samurai movies. Ooh, uh, fuck yeah. Um, I did. I just did a uh, large popcorn movie club, which I do with Christian, who is a chat. I'm uh, so sorry. A few days ago, yeah. Super it's, fun episode you know, this month, guys. It's a it's, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> but we did that a few days ago. I think it'll be out on Tuesday. Um, but basically, we 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 voted on an Asian action movie that happened to be Blade of the Immortal, Takashi Miike's film, and it's a samurai film. So I went back and watched a bunch of samurai movies that I wanted to see that I kind of had put off. Okay. I also, for some reason, went through the whole Twilight saga with my girlfriend, and it, it's, it's that's bad. A, a samurai movie. Like, it's bad, but it's, uh, it's fun. I don't know <laughs> what it is oh, about. They're, like, they're, they're fun movies. They're fun like movies. I, it, every movie I was like, this is terrible, but I really want to know what happens next. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, so it's, it has that going for it. Was this least. your first time watching them? Um, I had seen the first two definitely and i'd seen i think most of the third one um because okay. that was familiar when i was watching it and and then the last two i definitely had not seen before okay. like I, and that's broken I in knew, the two parts right yeah the the yeah. breaking dawn part one and part yeah. two i knew some things like i knew there was a cgi baby and, and i was oh, not disappointed God, that baby's by, weird, <laughs> by how weird the cgi baby is um it was yeah it looked like max Payne. it which i is what I keep saying. It looked like Max Payne on 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 PS One. Like it looked like they got a baby. Yeah. yeah. They attached uh, uh, like a uh, a JPG of a JPEG of somebody's face onto it and made it move. It's which was awkward. Um, huh. At the same time, like so bad, it's so good. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, it was still fun. Um, also, I did a re I rewatched uh, A New Hope um, after finishing Obi Wan. Just felt like I was. Uh, want to lean okay. into that movie and see mm -hmm. see like see if Obi Wan made me think about scenes from that film and think oh this is an interesting little wrinkle to it and like you know there's a scene in in Obi Wan where he sees Leia and Leia sees him and Leia says something like oh my god Obi Wan Kenobi is here and it's like in my head canon now that's more meaningful than it had been for yeah. the last twenty years of me watching that movie which yeah. is pretty cool yeah um, also today I watched Thor one. For some reason, I'm so sorry. I hadn't seen that in a long time, and I was like, Old? I guess I, 
<laughs> Might as well rewatch the Thor movies because uh, Love and Thunder is coming out. So I'm yeah, really sorry that about that. I'll have you know. That movie's, that movie's pretty boring. Um, yeah, I mean, Thor not- 1 and uh, Thor 2 are pretty boring. Yeah, well, I guess we'll do The Dark World uh, soon enough. But, I mean, we were struggling. We watched it after lunch on a Sunday, and we were struggling to stay awake, me and my girlfriend. So <laughs> Just a heads that's up. My, that's my ringing endorsement of that. The Marvel Mondays crew has ranked Thor 1 at number 23 out of 25, and Thor The Dark World number 24 out of 25. So yeah. they're really sense. bad movies. You know? <laughs> that feels what they should be. That yeah. feels right. Yeah. So... Um, I think that's, uh, sorry, Ryan, what have you been watching? Oh, God, what have I been watching? Ooh. See here. I went and saw Elvis and Blackphone. Okay. They are both, Elvis is an okay film. It's like every single other one of these. Biopics? Um. musical biopics that have come out in the past year so if you've seen the elton john one or bohemian rhapsody it's very akin to those movies but black phone on the other hand is a really really good horror movie it is classic creepy and <laughs> well i remember that saw elvis too good for you christian yeah that that's where elvis is but um no black phone is ethan hawk at his creepiest i've ever seen him it's cool to see him in a horror role. It's the guy who did Insidious and Doctor Strange 1. It's a super weird, super out there movie. It reminds me a lot of vintage Stephen King's like short stories from when he was beginning to write okay. everything. Isn't it, isn't it based on a story by Stephen King's son? I believe so. It is done by a, a story by Joe Hill, yeah. Right. Yeah, I do believe so. Which he does write a lot like his dad's earlier works. Um... But yeah, it's fantastic. I definitely recommend it if you like horror movies, if that's a genre you enjoy. It's a throwback to the classic era of them. And uh, I watched, I've watched. i been watching The Boys, like everybody else. Yeah, man. God, The Boys is popping off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be doing What about a, you, Ruby? What are you watching? I've also been watching The Boys. I've been watching uh, Miss Marvel. I've been watching, uh, obviously, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um... The Boys is probably the thing I'm most hyped for nowadays. Like, just because the intensity of last week's episode is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm excited for us to do a season review for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Other than that, uh, I finished watching Barry. And, you know, I got to say this show is not that good. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just not good. <laughs> okay. The, the, there's no nothing else I could probably say. That's it. It's just not good. So, Are either of you Westworld fans? Because that comes back tonight. I was a Westworld fan up until last season where they just like completely... Dropped the ball? I don't know if they dropped yeah. the ball per se. Probably they did. But it's just like once I heard that... Um, Aaron Paul was coming in. I was very excited, and then I saw the first episode, and I was just like, "Oh, it's kind of lost <laughs> the magic." Um, for me, is like I'm not a big TV show guy. Like it, it'll it takes some 
Like, there has to be a reason for me to get into a TV show, because I generally would rather watch a movie that is, uh, like, a self-contained story. No, I, I definitely agree some with you. Extent. That so, mm -hmm. it's like, um, I usually prefer to watch TV shows when they're, like, over. And, and, mm -hmm. and Westworld is one of those that I was like, I was interested in this, and then I keep hearing that as you go on, it gets worse and worse. And I'm like, well, then, you know, what's the point of me investing that much time in it when, right. you know. You can watch the 1972 so. movie. It's a yeah, fun Yeah, I, I could watch the movie, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, hello but guys. All right. Uh, Brian, are you excited for Westworld? Nah, nah, I'm in between. I HBO needs to do something. It's lost all its big hitters for a while. It's going to try. It's either going to try this or Game of Thrones. They're doing Game of Thrones sequels. Yeah, so I don't think any of those are going to fucking hit. So, so huh? If I remember correctly, I know that they were doing one that's set in the past. That one comes out in August. Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that's called Dance of Dragons or something like that. Yeah, but there's going to be another one that's. They're doing a Jon Snow one that got announced this week and confirmed by his wife. Which I guess is a direct sequel, and then technically there's there's more in the book. They like I saw yeah. an article where it's like, oh, there's plans for like two or three more spin-off shows. Why don't like... we just wait for Tolkien? No, I was gonna say Tolkien. Why don't we just wait for George R. R. Martin to just finish the well, books? You know? Because because by the time he finishes the books, we'll have already blown ourselves up as a society, so that there would be no time for. Uh, but maybe that's a good thing, anymore. you know? Maybe that's a good maybe thing. Maybe it is. Fair enough. <laughs> He's just out in the Nevada, in the uh, New Mexico desert playing D and D on a train he owns. He doesn't care. He's like he's doing like Skype calls with with Miyazaki, saying talking about Elden Ring two right now. That's pretty. That's exactly yeah. what it is. He's that's hanging. He, he video chats with Kojima randomly. That yes. man's living his best <laughs> yes. life. <laughs> okay, I think that's pretty much it for. Sorry, give me a sec. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's, my dog just came up to me and started whining for no reason. Um, let's get into the plot and discussion of Obi-Wan Kenobi, episode five and six. Before we like deep dive into this, I want to ask you guys one simple question. Are we happy with this show? Hugo? Um, I am. I... I very much enjoyed the the storytelling of the show. I like that it's like it, I think some people are disappointed in the fact that the show isn't like big massive consequences and major events and 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 for me I'm happy with that. Like I'm I'm very happy that it's kind of a self-contained relatively small scale story about these characters and it's just kind of adding some depth and, and, and stories to characters that I already loved that, of course, we already know what's going to happen afterwards. But like, yeah, to me, it adds, uh, as I said, depth to them. And and I'm happy with that. And I, I I'm kind of getting a bit tired with a lot of these um, big franchise stories that always end up being about the end of the universe. And, and you know, this this is uh, Obi-Wan is a, is a story that ends with a big fight and him understanding that it's it's not even worth uh, killing the bad guy because like the empire is so strong at this point in the timeline that we don't like it, it it's not even going to make a difference so he just kind of walks away in peace and finds hope again and i'm to me that's that's all i needed from the show like if 
the fact that it gave me an emotional arc with Obi-Wan, which is a character that I already loved. Yeah. Um, and added more to that is, is all I wanted from it. Um, the one thing that I'm not entirely happy about is the production. Um, I, I, I think at this point I'm, I can confidently say that I'm not the biggest fan of the volume. I think it, it's cool in concept. And I think there are moments that it, it obviously allows, especially the actors to feel like they are in some sort of a real environment and they yes. can react to it realistically. Um, the stuff they did with it, for example, in, in the movie, Man. the Batman, I thought was incredible that the way that it was used in that I way. I didn't know the, the volume was used in the Batman. It, yeah. The, every scene where they're in the building talking and you can see Gotham in the background, that was done in the volume. So they, oh they God. are standing on like a set. And the volume mm -hmm. in the background is showing Gotham. And that, uh, that I thought was excellent, an excellent use of it. Um, mm -hmm. But I think when, when then you put it into these Star Wars shows, sometimes the action sequences are just kind of limited just because there's a limited amount of place where you can put the camera and show these scenes just yeah. because of the limitations of the set that you're working with. And I, mm. you know, I, I think um, that on a production value level, um, prevents these shows from being as um, just visually beautiful as the Star Wars movies are. Like, I keep saying this every time I talk about Star Wars, but whatever you think of the sequel trilogy, uh, regardless of, you know, you may have, you may like hate The Last Jedi, hate Rise of Skywalker, whatever it is, those movies look incredible. Yeah. There, are, there, is, there is no argument against that. And no, they're, they're gorgeous films. They're gorgeous films, because they, they use practical effects and CGI at the same time in a way that works so well. And, and I think Star Wars on TV has not been able to match the, just the, the visual quality of the production value of those. Um, but other than that, on a storytelling level, I'm, I'm very happy with everyone. Okay. Uh, which brings me to my next question. Would you have preferred this story in a movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, if the movie was like, let's say, uh, this was essentially kind of like a three-hour if you put all the episodes together, it's three hours, right? It's it's probably Give like seven hours. No, no, each episode forty-five to an hour. Each episode Six is like episodes. forty minutes, but then you take away the credits. Yeah, um, the the recaps. Yeah, it, yeah, it'd still be a I'm decent sure it, it, it's pro it probably adds up to like four and a half hours or something. Yeah. But I feel like you could have made this two hours and twenty minutes. Cut some yeah you know, side stories, you know. You like the show adds characters that are pretty cool, but they're not <clears throat> like, uh, I don't know, uh, Kumail. I love Kumail. Um, yeah. He's not essential to this story. Like if, if this was a movie and his character was cut, I think it would still work as a storyline completely fine. Right, right. Okay. I think yes, as a movie generally, the production value would improve and the, maybe the storytelling would be a little tighter. I yeah. mean, today we're talking about episodes five and six, but for me, three and four were the ones that were a tiny bit slower yeah that didn't really like it did, they didn't feel completely necessary to the story for me i really really did enjoy five and six though okay ryan i'm gonna um, ask you so obi-wan has been for me a uh a tale of two halves where i've liked some parts of it that are really interesting and really cool especially stuff where it is scenes that we've never seen of hidden of them training all that kind of stuff those breakdowns the dynamics that of characters we know and i think some of the new characters are really cool i've never been one for the inquisitors and what they do and the way they act and how they are and what they look like anything i think that lightsaber are really stupid i want that on record i hate their dumb spinning blades 
Um, At least they didn't do the helicopter thing in this one. Yeah, yeah. that's very fair. That's very fair. Because that would look so funny in live action. Oh, God, it'd be bad. Oh, it'd be bad. I forgot they could do that. <laughs> but um, some parts of Obi-Wan for me really, really hit. And I think these last two episodes really, really hit really well. I think it gets muddied in the middle. And but it ends on a very good note. And I agree with Hugo, there are some production things that could be changed with movie budget. But I also could see this making for a better movie than show. But I think unless you're going multi storytelling over multiple seasons, which this isn't, I believe, unless they had didn't they confirm yesterday doing another season or something? Oh, I didn't see that. No, it's not confirmed. I think they they did interviews where they were asked about a second season and they said, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy sent, said something to the extent of if there's demand for it, if mm-hmm. there's a, an interesting story that we can tell, we might do it. But Be- as of right now, this, it's planned as a miniseries and it's a Because as uh, me, uh, who I, I'm a big fan of the animated Star Wars stuff that came out, Rebels, uh, Clone Trooper, mm-hmm. and then Rebels... Was for rebels, he has he has to face down Darth Maul, his last great villain. Who yeah, he has to face that of his past. And so we kind of know where Obi Wan's story goes from this. I understand everything now for Obi Wan's pretty much entire story. I don't need more Obi Wan story. The the gaps in it that I had, this gave me. I understand now why some things are like like you said in New Hope have a bit more weight now to them and everything. Um. But overall, I thought these last two episodes were really good. But yeah, it'd be better as a movie. Okay, all right. Um, I would have to say that while there are some things in this show that I kind of felt like eh, you could have left it how it was. Uh, it's kind of like Hugo said, like this wasn't a show that was gonna like drastically change the story of star wars we knew the beginning of this and we knew the ending of what was gonna pretty much what was gonna happen um but it was good to see hayden christensen and uh ewan mcgregor on screen again as these characters uh that like really hit pretty harder than i thought it was gonna be for me um am i happy with the story that they gave us yeah but like it still doesn't fix the stuff that I have a problem with Star Wars. Like, which is what? So many things, Hugo. So many things. <laughs> I, I, I want to start off by saying, the like, list out. I, <laughs> um, I think that Star Wars is one of those, um, I guess, franchises that could do well with a what if series, kind of like how the MCU did. Just because the one thing that pops into my head is what would have happened if Qui-Gon Jinn was still alive? Right. Would Anakin have still gone to the dark side? That's a a rabbit hole that I'm not going to go down. Um, I just feel like Obi-Wan had so many chances to, well, two chances to kill Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. And he didn't. So all those people on Alderaan, all the people that have died in the p- movies, it's kind of on Obi-Wan. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, to me, it's uh, 
that's what Obi-Wan does, though. Like, Obi-Wan... The thing about Obi-Wan in a bunch of different things, Obi-Wan doesn't kill yeah. anyone unless it is absolutely immediately necessary. When he kills Maul in Rebels, he, he is very reluctant to kill him. Despite right. Maul having, you know, having haunted him throughout the, the, all those stories, and you get this final duel in Rebels, and uh, but the only reason he does this is because Maul has found out about Luke, right? And he is not willing to give up on that. Like we see in this one as well, he he lets Reva go. Reva knows about Luke. Uh, yeah. She could like he doesn't know for sure that he that she's not gonna you know, rat him out and, 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 you know, bring, bring the whole force of the empire down on Luke. But he believes like it, like mercy is kind of Obi-Wan's thing. Um, and it, the, the acting that Ewan does in this, in the final episode, especially where he's like, he, he, he clearly understands that kind of, uh, Anakin isn't there anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, he cannot bring himself to hate Mm -hmm. which, which leads to the dark side and, yes. and in a way i think that's 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 kind of obi-wan's character and i agree like it may be a flaw like it may be a thing that you know you you could have maybe finished this and maybe it would have made a difference but at the same time would it like i, I still think the empire as this you know space nazi organization is controlling all of the world at the, all of the galaxy at this point right. in in the timeline and it's like would it really make a difference if vader wasn't there entirely I, I, i'm not entirely sure that it would i think it would because the whole point of the, the prequel trilogy is that he is supposed to be the person that brings balance sure. so now that he is on the dark side it kind of like tilts the scales and it, I mean, yes, it, it does to an extent, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like to me, I, I agree. It may be a mistake on the part of Obi-Wan, but yeah. uh, I, I believe in his character well enough not being able to, to yeah. strike right. Vader down. Absolutely. Because like he doesn't, even in A New Hope, he's like, he, he, it's almost like he knows that, that killing Vader and hate is not going to, really make a difference he, mm -hmm. he lets himself be killed and 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 leaves a legacy behind of, of kind of mercy that that luke eventually learns from and kind of does the same thing he doesn't attempt to kill vader even though obi-wan tells him in in revenge of the sith oh you i'm sorry in in uh return of the jedi he's like you have to face him you have to if you can't if you're not able to face him maybe we're doomed yeah luke still gets that message of ultimately being merciful is is a positive value and like i understand on a canon level the idea of oh shit he could have killed vader and vader wouldn't be there that would be a big deal but at the same time like i still think star wars as a whole is still the same morality tale of the light like the light side is still mercy even in the face of this this great evil and yeah i, I agree with you in the storytelling level but it's like I, I still get it on a character level. Like yes, this. yes. Uh, I am going to have to agree with you there. Yeah, I, I, it kind of would have felt weird seeing Obi-Wan just take the final blow. Right? Um, like, if it happened in the heat of battle, yeah, it would be one thing. But, like, yeah. he's down defeated and, and kneeling down, and I would, could not see Obi-Wan striking him down, yeah, even yeah. though he's Vader now. 
even with the violence he committed in episode three against Anakin to make mm -hmm. Anakin Vader, he did not finish Anakin. He may have left him for dead, right. but he didn't put a final blow in that last nail in the coffin. I don't think that's... It's just not well, some might say, you know, uh, I left this man in the, uh, right next to a lava field. Like, how could he not have died? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's that's the story of Obi-Wan. He keeps cutting people in half and they keep not dying. Yeah. <laughs> And they get cool cybernetic legs. Right? Yeah. But oh. I, it, even then, even in Revenge of the Sith, where he's like, mm -hmm. I failed you. But at the same time, he's telling, I have the high ground. Don't try it. It's over. He doesn't want to do this. Do, mm -hmm. He doesn't want to, 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 to no, it's deliver when his back a final is fully blow. against you know? the wall that he does right? it. Yeah. And he just does this... it because, I mean, Anakin won't stop attacking. Mm -hmm. And he leaves him for dead. Like... We don't. We discover in the show that he thinks he died, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he didn't. Ultimately, he became Vader. But the fact that he leaves him for that in in Revenge of the Sith almost feel like feels like, oh, I can't even watch this. I can't. No, I yeah. can't bring myself watch to see or this be person that I love ultimately die. So I'm just gonna leave. And. In, in this, it feels like he's come to the in the end of this in the fight that we're talking about right now. Um. Or he says goodbye, Dorf. He doesn't say goodbye, Anakin. He yeah. doesn't say that. He fully acknowledges that Anakin is gone. Darth Vader is what's here. I I've done everything I can. This was the last moment I could have brought out any resemblance of him, mm -hmm. any hope in him. I can't do it, so I have to do what's right now to protect the people I've now met, and that would be finishing this and then getting back to helping those people. Yeah. Okay. Um, as for me, did, I would have preferred a tighter story in a movie, but, uh, you know, I'll take what I can get. Uh, I'm just glad this was a thing. And like I said, I'm glad that they, these two characters were brought back on screen. Um, <clears throat> the next question I have here was, what was your favorite episode so far? And let's start with Ryan. Ryan, what was your favorite episode? Um, 100% six. Episode six of this is a mass... The fight between I'm between Vader and Obi-Wan that we were talking about maybe one of the better fights in Star Wars um, through a lore slash um, emotional value-wise. Because I feel like a lot of big lightsaber fights outside of the original trilogy don't hold a lot of emotional weight. Like the ones in the newer films, I never felt emotionally tied to any of the major fights in them. This felt, felt like a major fight where I cared about the two people involved. Also, it was cool uses of force powers. You get what I think is funny enough is we always look at Uncle Owen and all of them as a um, as just farmers. I thought they were just farmers, normal ass people. Yeah. I didn't know they were glocked up. I didn't know they were ready to go. <laughs> well, I think it was his <laughs> wife. That yeah. was just, she was probably like a spy in her back in the day. Yeah, where she's I, just I, fucking I, coming out of the woodworks with guns. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know this place was armed to the nines and ready for an assault. Right. Um, they live in the dangerous desert of Tatooine. So it's they like... do, they do, but I'm still like, it's still, I expect them to have like the rifle, the old ass rifle the Tusken Raiders have, not, yeah. not typical armaments. And um, like in, 
And in the New Hope, they get completely murked. By yeah, that's the other thing is that in New Hope, like what about ten years later, no training, <laughs> four stormtroopers with flamethrowers show up, and it's all old. over. <laughs> Christian says they leave in Phoenix. <laughs> Not Lane. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hugo, uh, for context, in that there's only four people that live in Arizona. It's Ryan, uh, our friend Lane, and two other people. So I guess they, these were the two other people. <laughs> I'll go Owen and his wife. <laughs> and then you have Tuscan Raiders running around. Well, right? the Tuscan Raiders, yeah, they, they're they're like a, a biker gang. You know, they just come in whenever the fuck they want. <laughs> we have these giant feral pigs called javelinas that eat our trash. Right. In Stanford, I mean, yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, kind like, of like like a, like a Jawa kind of. They yeah. roam in big packs and they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, 100% episode 6 is a fantastic, it may be the best closing episode of one of the Star Wars shows so far that is live action. I mean, I enjoyed this more than the ending of Book of Boba and I've enjoyed this more than the endings of Mando season 1 and 2. I think this is a fantastic piece of Star Wars um, media. Okay, alright. Hugo, favorite episode so far? Well, I guess in total. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I would say um, I really enjoyed episode one. I uh, I know it's a kind of an outdone trope at this point, but I, I do enjoy the, uh, you know, your favorite character is now old and sad. It's like there's something that gets to me with that. Like, it works for me. Um, then you must have been I, digging your samurai binge. Oh, yeah, I, I must have been digging Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it, it, it really... For me, like, you know, George Lucas, it's, it's like poetry, it rhymes. It, it really rhymed with um, old Luke and The Last Jedi having sort of cut himself off from the Force, given up on, on hope, and, and then eventually through meeting like a younger, uh, hopeful character, he, he regains sort of his, his hope for the future and his, his role as a Jedi, and this show kind of did the same thing. So I did really enjoy episode one, but... I would agree that like four and five are where the story really kicked off. Um, I guess those middle, yeah, sorry, uh, five and six, yeah. Um, Those middle three episodes are kind of a feel more like a bridge uh, Mm -hmm. to get to those stories, Um, which I, I, which I mean, I think is fine. I, I ultimately, as I said before, I'm more of a film guy than a TV guy, and I feel like a lot of TV shows kind of do that, where a lot of the most interesting parts of the storytelling are kind of beginning, middle, and end, and then there's some. There's got to be some uh, episodes that feel like they are kind of bring the story along, but but don't feel as impactful. Um, but yeah, overall, I would say the first one <clears throat> and, and 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 the last one definitely my my favorites. Okay, uh, for me, I think the fight between Obi Wan and Vader in this last episode was good up until the point where. Obi Wan just just started fucking earthbending. No, no, that was <laughs> fucking awesome. That was, I was like, and okay, guys, like, like and just, just what the fuck are we awesome. doing here? Like, Look at me, I yeah. Can do this. <laughs> I mean, I, I I understand, like, you know, obviously, I'm not force sensitive. You know, I, I don't have these powers that they have, but I feel like the director or. Uh, the story, the, the writers of this episode, they were kind of like watching a little too much Avatar, Last Airbender. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it, but at the same time, eh. 
Uh, Christian right? agrees for once. In uh, my... Christian says, um, crazy the way Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Star Wars influence each other. Um, Avatar, The Last Airbender was, had heavy involvement by Dave Filoni. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Dave Filoni is one of the main creative driving forces behind Star Wars TV. Like, isn't so, he the so what you're saying what is... Creative talent it makes sense. Yes. You yeah. know, like... So what you're saying is Dave Filoni is the reason why we had this... I mean, I'm not saying necessarily that specifically. All right, but guys, like, bring out the pitchforks. If, if, there, uh, if there is some uh, influence between those two things, it, 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 he obviously brings a legacy to them yeah. um, from both sides. Um, I agree. The, like, the, the rock throwing was a little goofy. It um, was a I, bit too I much. I don't disagree. I, I feel like it just it took me goofy, out of the but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... Yeah. Getting to see the Obi Wan that was a great general in the Clone Wars, it was right. A the one of the few ways they could really show. That's always been one of my problems with Force powers for Jedi's. It's really hard to show how powerfully Force sensitive a Jedi is within the bounds of um. Show their me when power they're set. show me when they're fighting. That's what he was. They were fighting, right? But what I'm saying is, don't show me with him picking up like thousands of rocks. Show me him pushing Vader, something like that. You know what I'm saying? You see, that's all they have is they push. They can do that. Like with the with the dark side, they have the choke. They have the lightning. There's all these ways you can show how powerful they are. Yeah. So it's always been one of those things. Anytime they've shown powerful. Jedi's other than in episode eight, which I think actually does it well. Um, they, it's always been stupid looking. Think back to the prequels where it was them throwing big ass tubes at each other. It's like to me, to me, it was like more of the um, we we want to show him having thematically like having regained confidence yes. in his mm-hmm. powers yeah and so being able to to tap into those powers whereas before we we, sh- we had this fight where he was completely helpless, helpless against yeah. vader um and and at the same time they didn't want to go the uh flippy like somersaults that the prequels would do That's so f- they were like i mean we gotta have to show something so i guess we're doing this but oh, fucking remember, huge emperor, rock that- remember emperor palpatine's flips <laughs> Never forget those. Never forget. Remember, Never forget. remember when Palpatine starts throwing the Senate seats at Yoda and Yoda uh, stops one? For some reason, that is... one and he shows it back? That's I cool. hate like, that scene so much. It's goofy, but it's like... I hate it's, it. Whatever, it's it's dumb, but it's like... That's that's the force. It doesn't make any sense, but it's okay. kind of dumb, but, it, you know. Okay, all right. It's like... I feel like it's very George Lucas, which... You can say is bad or or good, uh, and I agree it is kind of goofy. Um, but I think I think Star Wars is kind of goofy, um, and and I'm personally okay with that. But I understand that it doesn't work I, for everyone. I all you actually That's, brought up uh, something. My point of view. Uh, a really interesting point there is it is very George Lucas, and I feel as a full character, out yes. of Star Wars, all the characters, Obi Wan is the most most George Lucas character out of the bunch. Yeah, I would have to say he is a. He's a very, he has all the Jedi stuff, but he has the one-liners, but he can't have the emotional moments. He's a little bit of everything George Lucas loves in his characters and he brings. He gets, and to, he, he, he gets to embody what it means to be a Jedi while also having mm-hmm. questions, which is, mm-hmm. I think, what Lucas was getting at in the prequels, even though not completely effectively all the time. You know? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I have here. We kind of touched on it, but I, I guess I don't really have to ask this. Uh, did we did we like where Obi Wan's character growth had has gone? And I feel like that's all a yes for all of us, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I what I really liked. Uh, I do want to bring up one point about that was the last few scenes where it is him talking to Qui Gon mm-hmm. and all that because the end of Episode Three is. Yoda being like, you will learn how to meet your old master again. Yeah. And to know that he is finally strong enough and able to do that again is very cool. Yeah, he's finally been that brought is, back. That it feels the... like a payoff for something told to me when I was seven years old in a theater is neat to me. Yeah, I agree. I just feel like this would have been a better moment if Qui-Gon... It's kind of like the Spider-Man homecoming moment where Spider-Man is like underneath the rubble in his old suit and he sees his reflection and he's like, all right, it's time to fucking do this shit. And he pushes all the rubble off. I kind of would have liked to see that in this, you know what I'm saying? Like I would have seen, I would have liked to have seen Qui-Gon just put his head, even if it was just his head, just pop up. So you would just want in the crumbling rock. Yeah. Yeah. Just for Qui-Gon to Mm. appear as a head. Floating head, yeah, Futurama style, or even it doesn't have to be a floating head. It could have just been just, his voice. Come on, Spider Man! Come on, Spider. <laughs> <laughs> just his voice, just been like Obi Wan. I know you can do this, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's great that we saw Qui Gon pop up. Uh, I'm ecstatic about that. I'm also kind of glad that they. They shoehorned something in in episode three, and they finally we finally got to see the payoff. But like, come on, I'm I'm just saying, I've always been here, Obi Wan. You just weren't strong enough to see me. Come on, like uh, I get that, but also like, all right, but, I'll take it. Like, I'll take it. Isn't again? It's it's isn't that the same as when um, Yoda appears to Luke mm-hmm. in in the Last Jedi? Like it it. He was cut off from the force. He didn't believe in every in anything. And then he meets uh, Ray, and he kind of starts believing, feeling again. like he should she, he should not be cut off from the force anymore. And and Yoda shows up and gives him a last lesson. Um, Yoda has to give Luke, Luke a last lesson, and and I, and I agree. Like Qui Gon doesn't really do that here. He just shows up after Obi Wan has gone through this emotional journey. Um, but I don't know, like, uh, I agree. Like, I feel like if, if Qui-Gon was in a previous scene, it, it could have worked as him, like, kind of giving him, like, a little pep talk mm-hmm. of sorts. Um, but I don't know, like, it, Qui-Gon is, is in... I really like Qui-Gon as a character. It's, it's the reason why I enjoy episode one, despite the film yes. not being very well made. Yes. He's, he's, he's the thing that works for me. Um I don't know. He's kind of this untraditional character in the Star Wars. Uh, he's the of, he's in, the rebel, so to speak. He's the weirdo. Yeah, he's the different Jedi, and uh, mm-hmm. the, this is different as well. And I don't know. I, also, like there might be some production reason Liam Neeson just, yeah. just wanted to shoot one scene or right, whatever. Right, right, like right. I don't know. Like I I like that he's in there. It's it doesn't make or break. Uh, I guess the show for me. Mm-hmm. Even I I still would have liked that moment if he was still just a voice. Yeah. Even that, I would have liked that moment. Yeah, and and there's part of me that went into the stupid uh, Star Wars lore nerd uh, person who was like, well, you know, technically, actually, uh, Obi-Wan is the first one who does the first ghost thing, and he's not actually able to come back exactly as a first, but it it doesn't matter, like, it's whatever. 
like he appears to Yoda. Like I'm sure you guys have seen uh, season six of Clone Wars, where mm-hmm. Yoda goes through that. Okay, Yoda goes through this trip, force trip through the the wills, which is Yoda. like these these uh, force creatures, and Qui Gon basically teaches him how to become. You know how to strike me down, and I'll become yeah, strike me Mm -hmm. down, and I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Um, How to keep oneself with inside of the Force after death? Exactly, yeah. And I and I like that Qui Gon shows up to to bridge that gap where Mm -hmm. we know Obi Wan is going to learn that and going to do that in in Episode Four, Mm -hmm. and it it hints at well, Obi Wan is going to go into the same weird journey that that Yoda went through and. Mm You know, if you've seen the Clone Wars, you know uh, Obi Wan is gonna do this weird Force trippy things. But if you haven't, it it kind of gives you a little hint, and you don't need to know that, and it kind of works. They but, go on an yeah. acid trip to to figure out how it's, to talk to the dead. Well, yeah, that's what it sounds like. like. <laughs> it's crazy. Like Yoda has to fight an evil version of himself, and then like he's on a the trip trippy bridge and he fights the the emperor but he's wearing his mind like he doesn't know it's him it's yeah it's it's real weird it's deep (laughs) deep levels of weird ass star wars lore kind of stuff which which i'm into but like oh same same. it would be very weird for them to do that in live action Um, oh god i'd love to see that it'd be be crazy (laughs) it'd be crazy okay look like dr strange okay Yeah. yeah yeah pretty much um, Christian's, uh, still in the chat. Like this guy doesn't have anything else to do. Uh, he says the best thing about Obi-Wan is that it made Hugo smile. And then he <laughs> says he yeah, has yeah. a favorite moment when Owen says, do you want to meet him? And Obi- Obi's face, uh, quietly lights up and smiles. That made me smile. And also like, that was a pretty good moment, you know? Oh, hi there. Yeah. Hello there. Uh, and he also says Qui-Gon should have showed up when Obi-Wan was alone on the ship before he left. This is also true. He should have given him a pep talk on the ship. Been like, hey, like, I, I know you fucked up horrendously, but like, you know what he's capable of and you, you could just fucking kill him, you know? Just take him down. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The funniest, like, I saw a meme online where it, it was the final scene and it was like, oh, Master Qui Gon. Um, and, and Qui Gon is like, uh, and the, the meme says, oh, so how did it go with the boy? Did you train him? And back <laughs> to everyone is like, well, about that. <laughs> That's good. That's I trained funny. the boy just like you wanted me to. And unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't go as well as you planned. It, it did not go as well as you planned, no. Yeah. Um, the thoughts on Reva. Well, did we like the character? Did we expect the, 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 the twist, I guess, so to speak? It wasn't really a twist, but like her story. Did we, did we like it? Did we not? Ryan? Okay. This is a, uh, uh, how to word this one. All I'm saying uh-huh. is her parkour skills are horrendous. That's it. Her character was neat. Anything outside of the uh, Obi-Wan-Darth Vader dynamic in this um, was real hit or miss for me. Like, I did not like Leia as a kid. I thought she was extremely annoying in those first few episodes. Only until, only until like four and five and six, I really started to enjoy her as a character. And that's how I also felt with Reva. I wasn't really into her character that much until all of the 
going on with the Inquisitors and all that, and her backstory becoming a light, even though we all kind of guessed it. Everyone kind of guessed it and everything. Um, so, is she my favorite ever Star Wars character? No. Do I hate her? No, I'm. she's a very neutral Star Wars character for me. Okay, but did you like her, you know, her story, I guess? Did you see it coming a mile I, away? I, I, I felt like I saw it coming a mile away. Okay. I felt like she was just a little bit too antsy to always jump the gun and things and all that. That it was not that great of a story. I think the ending of her not being able to kill Luke because she couldn't kill a child. I think that's very interesting and very of her pulling away from the dark side. And that's yeah. always a cool story of switching one side of the force to the other, no matter what side you're switching it to. But um, otherwise, I think her story was very lackluster in this. I think she didn't feel Sheldon by any mean, but she did not feel as important as much screen time as she got. Okay. And that's really where I'm at with her. Okay. Hugo? Um, I feel like this is another case where if the same story arc was presented like in a film, it, it would have worked better because her story really comes together second half of the penultimate episode and, and then the oh. last one. Like it, before that, she's just kind of very angry and very out there, but it like her actual story doesn't really develop yet. Like I had guessed, like, I mean, I had guessed the little girl, the little black girl we cut to prominently when we see the flashbacks was her. Right. Um, but it, it, you know, it didn't tell me where it was going. And I feel like it, that was presented in like a two and a half, two and a half hour movie or something. Like it would have worked better overall. <clears throat> but at the same time, I, I do think her story does come together by the end. I think it's, it's uh, kind of an, an, an interesting idea of, of, of somebody who survived through revenge, which is what the Inquisitor himself says, and, uh, and eventually kind of turned back. I, I, I really do like the scene where she, she goes for Luke and, and, and she sees herself, like the, the fact that they show the child being the child actor who plays a, a young Moses Ingram. And this was, I think, very effective. And I think even her exchange with Obi-Wan later, where she's like, have I become him? And, and he's like, you, you chose not to, I thought was effective and, and like thematically consistent with, with a lot of Star Wars. Um, I agree it's not the strongest character, but just because I think her story is just very backloaded. Yeah. You know, like she's a major part of the whole, of the whole four, first four episodes, but until the end of the fifth, we don't really get enough uh, to, to grasp onto with her. And I feel like maybe if we had seen that flashback, like, I agree with you guys, like the show kind of presents the, the flashback of her as a child as if it's this big twist. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, like you're kind of expecting something like that to be yeah. the case. And, and I feel like if you'd set that up at the beginning and you were following her knowing that she was going for Vader huh? the whole time, it would, it would be a more interesting character. I just think it's a structural problem with the show. Um, yeah. But now, I think the story of her overall is, is kind of cool. And 
I mean, I'm expecting her to show up in in maybe in Jedi Survivor, the video game. Um, okay. That's what I was just actually about right. to say. I think she will play a major role in that. She might, yeah. And I also think she will probably get a comic book flushing out what she does from this. Sure, because that, absolutely. That yeah. usually feels like what they do with characters like this is. Mm-hmm. The more cooler ones they'll give for their comic book run, and I think that's a great way to ex- to expand this story. Sure. Which is not mm-hmm. to excuse the fact that in the show, I feel like structurally her story is not presented in the best way possible, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just putting it out there that the people online uh, throwing racist comments at Moses in ground need to just shut the fuck up and stop watching Star Wars, but it, that's, other than that, it, it's like, Star yeah. Wars. If someone is slightly yeah. more brown than a white person, they're going to say something racist. Yeah, it's, yeah, they suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have two more questions here, and then we're going to get into some listener questions that Christian sent in. Uh, one, are we expecting a second season? I know we kind of touched on that before. I personally do not want a second season unless it's just Qui-Gon's trip, <laughs> you know, just a three ar- yeah. three episodes of Qui-Gon just tripping it out with, uh, sorry, with <laughs> Obi-Wan just tripping out with Qui-Gon, you know? Hell yeah. like, you, uh, you gotta smoke this. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be so, so great. So great. You have to go into the desert and find these mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you'll see me again. You, yeah. No, you need to lick this weird lizard in the desert. Exactly. <laughs> no, you need to drink this green milk. There you go. Bring it back to the green milk. Yeah. Um. What do you guys think? Are we expecting a season two? No? Hugo? Yeah. Oh. I... I very much doubt it will be a season two. I, I think elements from this show might come back. Um, as I said, in Jedi Survivor or other stuff. I'm not like... I, I do think there is a chance we see Hayden as Vader again. Um, <sighs> in, Fingers crossed. In, in, in something like uh, more of a Darth Vader-centered type thing. Yeah. But I don't see it involving obi-wan anymore like i think i think the obi-wan story is is so perfectly kind of uh wrapped up at this point like we get the little element in 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 rebels which is another bridge between this and the new hope Mm -hmm. and i don't think there's anywhere else to go with this character um i think this added some emotional depth that i appreciated Uh, but other than that i think i doubt there will be a season two the only way I want to see even the character of Obi-Wan again throughout this, if it's not in something set between three and four, is right. through him being a Force ghost, helping other Jedi, them sure. typing into that. I don't mind that. Um, but other than that, I don't really think there is a need for any more Obi-Wan anything, really. His story feels now, yeah. I know every aspect of it that would be feasibly important for me to know. Yeah. And again, From, like if he has a little cameo in in Jedi Survivor, where yeah, no, that'd be like cool. That, giving a little a cool bit of moment. advice to to Cal, that that would be cool. Like you you get to see the the PS Five model of 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 Ewan, and he says a few lines, and then he disappears. That that's fine. Yeah. But I think having a complete story with him would just no. It be feels like for no reason. Yeah. Now it doesn't feel like there's a need for it. I would love to see uh, Hayden Christensen come in to the Ahsoka show as a force goes. Ooh. Damn. How, how great would that be? 
I didn't even think of that. I like when I was saying Hayden, I was thinking uh -huh. about Vader. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean that would be cool. That would be but we could cool. also see like it could be both. It could be both. It could be Darth Vader yeah. popping up, and it could be Christian uh, Hayden Christensen or Anakin popping up as well. Yeah. You know, each episode is I mean, just like one of them. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty That'd cool. Be pretty cool. Pretty with cool. Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and the last question I have here, uh, for me, I feel like this is probably the most terrifying Darth Vader has ever been in a, in a, anything Star Wars. Um, did you guys feel the intensity that I felt, you know, like, did you, were you scared of Vader popping up? Especially in episode, I think it was two, where he's, uh, Obi-Wan's running and they're in the, like the fucking... That's um, episode four or three, I think. It's early on when he. It's uh, not as early on as that. But when you're fire, right, you're right, you're you're right, you're, yeah, yeah. Episode three, I think it was, mm -hmm. where he just pops up out of nowhere. Obi Wan looks back, and he's like, "Okay, I'm I'm golden." And then he turns back again, and fucking oh, uh, Darth Vader just f hits him with the lightsaber. Yeah, Vader's wave dashing. He's moving around. <laughs> Insanity. Um, yeah, did you feel scared of Darth Vader? <laughs> Hugo? I think this was a great use of Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, even more so than, than like, Rogue One. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in Rogue One, it's very cool, and, and that final scene with Vader is just on a, on a cinematic level is so well made and yeah. so visually um, stunning. It's an amazing and, you know, scene, arguably. And the black movie. smoke and the... And the, the <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, the lightsaber lighting up. It's just there's something about that just a on a visual iconographic level that is so impressive. Yeah. But in this, like, um, knowing that it's Hayden in there, knowing what that he's going for Kenobi specifically adds a sense of him being angry that yeah. that I don't think like in other things Vader is a scary villain because he's sort of this emotionless Terminator type thing. Mm -hmm. And He's in this, you can calculated exactly in this one, you can feel him being extremely angry and, and emotionally involved, which which I think worked really well for him. Yeah. Um, and that final that image of him with a slashed open helmet and, and Hayden's voice mixed in with 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 Vader's voice saying, uh, I'm not your failure. I killed Anakin. Me, Darth Vader, I killed Anakin. That it's such a creepy image and such a yeah. like a good piece of acting by Hayden Christensen as well, which you know, obviously he received a lot of criticism for his acting, but in that scene specifically he's so good. Yeah. And it's absolutely. creepy. It's like it's a very creepy image with the lights of the lightsaber just coming on his helmet and half his face and yeah, it's wheezing the, oh, like that's some good good imagery that they did with him. Not even that, but just like the voice being mixture oh, of him and oh God. Oh, James Earl Jones. Jones. Yeah. Oh, awesome. God, so it was good, awesome. Yeah. Perfection at its finest. Oh. Um, okay, so let's get into Christian's two questions. Give me one second, guys. Let's see if you can hear this. Okay, I'm sorry, part two. Did you hear that? Yeah. I, I I haven't heard part one. By yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, in. sorry. I just wanted to double check to see. <laughs> I didn't want to play the whole thing and then. Okay, here's part uh, part one. Guess who it is? <laughs> it's me, your boy. Uh, anyway, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. What a not good show. Completely disheartening uh, for Disney Plus to release this product. I'm sorry. Like, it's not bad, but it's also just it's also not very good. Uh, of course, the production value, we all know, it's bad. It's just not very good. Um, I will not harp on that because everyone else has in, in much better ways. So I'll just say the production value, not good. The script writing, much to be desired. So, so not good. And you can feel how disjointed it is because it started off as... Uh, this what should have been a movie ended up being a show that was too similar to the Mandalorian and then that's kind of rewritten you can feel that in the first two episodes and then just becomes this kind of weird show that's also half Mandalorian half Obi-Wan being um, someone who has to deal with uh, his consequences post episode three and just you you feel that disjointedness Um, Reva no disrespect to the actress but just what they have her do in the show is not good episode five was such a low point there's a moment in episode five where they're blasting the the shield door, the blast door with a gun uh, for what is supposed to be an hour, uh, and then it turns out she can just stab the lightsaber through it and par off open the lock. Uh, what? I only have ten more seconds, so I'll just say, uh, so, not a good show. I'm sorry. I have so much to say, but I won't. Let's leave it at that. I guess if you liked it, though, cool. Okay. That's not a question. It's not a question. <laughs> that's that's just Christian ranting about Obi Wan, which is fine. You know, like again, we all have bad takes, Christian. While I will agree with you, I don't know how you're comparing it to Mandalorian. I I, I don't see that comparison at all. Um, I do think that you know Christian is just one of those people that just sucks. You know, let me just play part two. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, part two. Um, I also have to talk about how terrible... I'm sorry. The use of music in this was so bad. You have a score for Obi-Wan that feels... One, like it was, you know, a little bit ripped off from the theme of Spider-Man. That's that's one thing, but... Just completely oh. underutilized. Um, it's only used, like, just when, you know, the, the title sequence pops up. It's never really felt um, throughout the, the season... Uh, and that sucks. Uh, in fact, they, they use like what, what what feels like filler music for, oh, this is an action scene. Here's like really boring uh, template action music to fill you into the next scene. I, I don't know, dude. There's just so much not going on with it. With it. Um, I wish it were better. The only thing I really did like is that there is one truly poetic scene with Obi and Anakin at the very end. Um, and it was worth it to get to that point, but I mean, it wasn't six hours of it for, like, one three-minute scene that I liked. I don't know. Uh, I did, did not enjoy Obi-Wan so much that I don't think I'm watching any more Star Wars TV after this. Wow. Maybe Mandalorian Season 3, but that's it. Like, cool, I guess. I don't know. Again, sorry. Not sorry. So, Christian, one thing here. Was it worth watching all six episodes just to get that last three minutes? Uh, yeah, because it was worth watching episodes one, two, and mostly three just to get that last 15 minutes, you know? It was worth it. Totally worth it. <clears throat> um, um, go ahead, Hugo. Can I just say... Oh, I <laughs> Whatever, like, if you didn't like the show, that's fine. Um and uh, I mean, I'm like you're pointing out some plot holes, which is I think <laughs> I love Kristen so much, but I think 
pointing out plot holes is like the basest uh, criticism that you can make to something like this. Like, I think 50 years of storytelling is going to have plot holes. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's not, I don't, I don't, it's not, I don't think that's the point. Mm. I, I appreciate what it does for the characters on an emotional thematic level. And I enjoy that. Um, but like, if you, if it didn't work for you, I, I get it. Like, it's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't really mind, but can I just say, uh, John Williams, um, did not rip off the score from Spider-Man. Yeah, that's, that's another like, thing that he said. Like, I, this did man, not, I did not catch that part. This of, is one I, of the I did not greatest, hear the Spider-Man the, score. Probably the greatest movie composers, composer of all time. It, John Williams did not rip off a score from Spider-Man. Come on, let's let's not be unfair to this this genius. Um, yeah. Okay, Christian. Like every every the- every great movie score that you remember, he's probably made it. Just yeah. come on. He's he's a legend of the industry. Yes. And he's retired Let's, as of this. Mm-hmm. This, is, this was his he, last thing. Mm-hmm. No, he said um, this he's 90 years old. And he said Indiana Jones 5 is going to be his Correct. last. Correct. You're right. You're right. You're right. My apologies. Oh, sweet Which Jesus. Coming I out next that. year. I mean, he, he probably already was a gig. did the he's, score for that, but yeah. it's, it's coming mm-hmm. out next year. So. I completely forgot that was yeah. happening. Sweet Jesus. Uh, Christian, while you're still in chat here. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? I need to know because this will help me understand a lot of this. If you can, uh, is it Empire? I don't think it will be Empire. Here's the thing: I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. I know Christian likes the Last Jedi, and the Obi Wan arc in this is pretty much the Luke Skywalker arc. That's 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 where I'm wanting to go with this. So I don't understand. Yeah, it is like, the last Jedi. I figured you would like so the last Jedi. I don't really get it. Um, yeah. Like I, I guess, I mean, maybe maybe Christian is more bothered by the production uh, level stuff that, that I don't disagree with. Like, we, I think we opened we open the short yeah, saying, we, like, you, know, the, you know, the production value just isn't as good as it should be. Which um, is really weird for a show that is, they hyped up since 2D23s ago that's been on... A yeah. major thing that they've been hyping forever. It is yeah. weird that it has a low production it, value. But like the thing is, it's not this show. It's like everything Disney has released on Disney Plus doesn't have mm-hmm. the level of production value that it could have. Like that's very fair. That's like, very fair. Uh, all the Marvel shows, they they have a finale where you're like, this looks terrible. Like, why? What is going on? Like every time they have yeah, to do uh, something. Thinking that about isn't... the Moon Knight finale does give me a headache. Feel... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look yeah. great. Um, Mandalorian kind of gets away with it a little more, because because there's something about, you know, like a cowboy show that kind mm-hmm. of works when there's few characters on screen. It, like Mandalorian look... is like. A little shootout, it's it yeah. it can kind of work, but but obviously the the level of CGI that you need for like a Jedi fight, it, it just isn't isn't yeah. there with the money that they're giving them on Disney Plus. And but that's true, I think, for all these shows. Like there was Loki, great show. There were some shots in Loki where you could just look at this purple thing that was obviously a green screen, and there's yeah. just these two characters sitting down on a rock, and like. It looks. It doesn't look great, um, which is a fair criticism. But I don't think it. It's different from this show specifically from others. Right. I have one last question for you. I made a Twitter uh, poll a while ago. I think right before, 
Obi-Wan started. And I had asked, <clears throat> would you rather prefer a show, another show, or a movie, like a, a story, uh, before the prequels, before the original trilogy, uh, or... Sorry, after... No, before the prequels... Bef- before the prequels, in between, and then after the scene. After the Correct. new movie. After, after 8, the 9, s- in between... Three and four and before one. Correct. Yes. Uh, Hugo, hit me so what like you got. Just with the future of, of pretty much movies. Uh, yeah, either the movies or another TV show. Just just to see what like, era do you want to explore next? Yeah. Um, I think um, I think Star Wars right now is at a moment where it's filling in its timeline in an interesting way, like at the. The Ahsoka show and Mandalorian season three are bridging the gap between um, the originals and the sequels. Like, mm-hmm. The fans may be mad at this, but Mandalorian is very obviously going to tie into Rise of Skywalker stuff. So be aware of that. Um, and with, with, with Obi-Wan and, and with the, the Andor show, we are kind of wrapping up uh, Clone Wars stories and at yeah. the same time adding more to rebels because like andor almost feels like a sequel to rebels in the sense that it's it's giving you more about how the rebellion started and that kind of stuff i I also think we'll see a lot of rebels characters in andor oh yes that's very possible like the rebels character will probably come back in andor and in ahsoka possibly Mm -hmm. but we'll see yeah um and i feel like once you have those you have a very complete picture of one to nine and after that, I would appreciate them going, you know, Old Republic uh, or in the future. Uh, I think that would be interesting. There's uh, the Nazi Old Republic remake um, is technically not supposed to be exactly the same story that it was in the original game. Um, they, they, are, they talked about it in a way that they weren't very clear, but it, it seems like that game might be canon now. Okay. That story will be canon, but it won't be exactly maybe the same as it was before. So maybe that could be a starting point for more uh, canon lore stories. They've obviously been doing this, um, what's it called? Uh, High Republic, Republic era. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's books and comics. And, I, and it, you know, there's, there's that one TV show that is supposed to be set there. And I think that will be the actual start of that storytelling in the sense that the majority of the, the, the audience for Star Wars watches the TV shows and watches the movies, but doesn't necessarily go into the comics and books. So right. I okay. like, I think that's interesting, but yeah, I think overall wrapping up the stuff that they have on the fire now will give us a clear picture. Right. And then after that, I think we should kind of move away from that. Uh, apparently the Taika movie is, is completely unrelated to most things. We've seen, I hope so. he's doing a bounty hunter movie. That's what yeah. I'm really oh. hoping for. Uh, he's the kind of guy who could do a really fun. Or like comedic... space vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I just uh, I'm expecting that to be just be off the rails crazy. I'm excited for that. I think um, it'll take us watch the Star Wars universe that would be brand new. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, Ryan, what's your answer? Uh, I as I voted, I want things before the prequels. I want Old Republic. I want High Republic. I want the Mandalorian Wars. I want things that fill in why the clone troopers were made. All that kind of thing. There's a lot of story there that you could go from even 10 years before um, 
episode one where they were fighting Mandalorians and whatnot and all that kind of thing. To, you could go 10,000 years earlier to High Republic era. There's a lot of Star Wars lore in there that has been written by other people that is now considered legends that you could like what they did with the animated shows and all that bring yeah. in now to canonize it because you've canonized pretty much anything you wanted to canonize that was outside of the realm of um, the movies has feels like it's been canonized through the animated works or now the TV shows mm -hmm. have been fully canonizing them and everything. So I think the next step for them is where they have the most media and that would make sense now to use would be for after before one uh before episode one okay so for me that's where i definitely want stuff uh to be made in also i think that era is just neat now what about you ruben uh yeah i'm kind of after this i'm kind of done with the skywalker saga i i i would much rather see like you said anything before or after the skywalkers um personally the the rise of skywalker was kind of a letdown for me so i just get it over done with, you know? There's so much more to explore. Again, it's a galaxy far, far away. Uh, you're telling me there's not shit happening on the other side of the fucking galaxy? So, just, come on. I am expecting Dave Favreau, John Favreau, sorry, and Dave Filoni uh, to try and make it their own. And now that they've kind of like shown what they can do with these shows. I feel like it's time to, you know, get the training wheels off and let them do their own thing. Dave Filoni is supposed to be the, the, the star Wars guy that is like up there with, um, with, um, Jesus Christ, with, with George Lucas. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> with George Lucas. I, I just feel like, He's got stuff that he wants to do. Let him do it. Come on. You know, just. Yeah, but like, at the same time, Filoni is very, very interested in completing the arcs of the characters that he introduced in the animated shows. Absolutely. Like obviously, obviously very into the idea of Soka mm -hmm. and uh, doing, I mean, I'm guessing the Ahsoka show brings back Sabine and goes into the like the, the, the whatever they're called the the, the unknown uh, regions or whatever they're called. right but and, and goes back, goes back to Thrawn as well which mm -hmm. like plays into the movies and the Skywalker saga but is also still separate its own thing to some yeah. extent and exactly. I think that's why Mandalorian and Ahsoka and Rebels have yes. been working quite well because it's like it adds to the overall story but it isn't necessarily about you know Correct. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. Exactly. Skywalker. Yes. Yeah. And Ray Skywalker. Let's just yeah. let's leave Ray Skywalker. Uh, yes. You get what I'm saying, though. Uh, like, I, no, I no, would no, prefer I yeah, yeah. seeing. Uh, don't have anything tie stuff, into yeah. I don't want to see her and her dumb orange lightsaber ever again. Okay. All right. Let's, let's... I'm into it. I like Ray. <laughs> okay. I think it's stupid that they did. The Rake Skywalker line. She could have been a fucking Kenobi. Like, she could have been a Kenobi. She could have just been nothing. And that's she could have been nothing. I You're absolutely that right. Would have, that was Both a point. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But like, I still kind of like the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. whatever. Like, that's, that's, I think it's a moon point at this point. Yeah. yeah. With that being said, let's have some final thoughts. Do you guys have any final thoughts before we close out the show? Hugo? Um... 
I like Star Wars. It makes me happy. Um, and I, I always find, like, I guess I'm kind of a mark for it, but I, I find a, a lot of enjoyment in, in it, even when I, when I have a lot of criticism for it. Like, I, I think I still feel like, even in the stuff with Star Wars that didn't complete, that doesn't completely work, the overall themes of it are still consistent, and I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Ryan, any final thoughts? Um, let me think here for a second. Um, I'm I'm very similar to Hugo on this one, where I I I love Star Wars. Star Wars has always been a part of my life. It's something shown to me at a young age. Of something I quite enjoy. It's comfort. It almost feels like comfort food for me. So yes, where well, I do see the glaring flaws in it, and I do see that was this the show I dreamed it to be? No, but did it still give me a moment that I'm really happy it did? Yes, and. Sometimes things are worth that just for that emotional payoff of those kinds of rides and everything. So for that, I think it's a it's an okay show. I, I had fun with it. Okay. It's fun. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, it, I happen to have liked the show a lot. Uh, there were some things like we've talked about that it didn't really do for me, but overall, the story, the 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 closure we get with Obi Wan and Anakin slash Darth Vader really hits the spot and I'm okay with that except you know just take out the avatar stuff and we're good um with that being said let's get into some plugs Ryan where can people find you uh people can find me over at my twitter at ryanlion3055 so here yep and um I just want to say there's been a lot of stuff in the news recently all that kind of thing Reproductive rights and body autonomy are basic fucking human rights. The Supreme Court can go fucking suck it. Um, the, start looking into things locally. That's really the levels that where you can make differences and stuff in your communities. So definitely look for local groups doing things for this and see how you can help. That's really what I have to say today. Yeah, uh, we'll be doing a charity stream later on this week. Uh, I just got to figure out what exactly we'll be doing and who we're okay. going to be doing it with. Um, yeah, uh, pretty much everything Ryan said. Fuck the... Just America just fucking sucks. <laughs> that's, that's all um, I got to say. Hugo, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. obviously the outsider here, but... Yeah. <laughs> Every, no you know, your like, Twitter sounds like you're an insider. Well, yeah, I'm a political science major. So okay, all right, that makes a lot of sense. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no functioning democracy should have uh, lifetime appointments that can have this level of power. Um, yeah. And that's all I'll say. Um, hmm. it, most of them appointed by people who didn't even get the most votes. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. I feel for Americans, like... I'm just saying, you can get a free abortion in Italy even as a, as a non-citizen. So I'm uh, just saying, you got an extra it room. Might, it might cost you less to fly over to Italy than to go get the procedure in a neighboring state. Okay. So if right. that ever happens, you know, winning to help. But mm -hmm. that's, I wish I, there was more that I could say or do, but it's uh, yeah, right. that's the thing. It's crazy. Right. It's high up there now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just sorry to change this into plugs, but Hugo, where can people find you? You can uh, find me on Twitter at Hugo underscore Pinai, where you will find a lot of more uh, strongly worded uh, political opinions um, okay. and uh, some movie stuff as well. Um, but you can also listen to my other movie podcasts, uh, Remember the Film and 
well, Large Popcorn Movie Club. Uh, Large Popcorn is Christian's podcast, but I'm on it once a month doing uh, like a specific, like you know, a special movie club thing. I'm um, so sorry. Next month we're doing American action movies. Uh, so Ooh. we haven't picked the movie yet, but basically we're doing a whole summer of action movies. We did uh, an Asian action movie, which happened to be Samurai. Then we're doing an American action movie, and then August we'll be doing a kung fu movie. So you know what movie? Fun. What action movie you guys should try? No. We, Yes, okay. Free guy. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's never talk about free guy. Free guy sucks. Like, guy I was sucks. forced to watch that movie. Guys, it was a <laughs> good movie. It was a good movie. It was movie. not. It, it was, was not. It was a terrible it was, film. It was a like, terrible film. Like, I mean, it was better than Jurassic World Dominion. Which, yes, yes. That's all I can say. Which uh, is not, not, that's not a compliment. It's um, still a compliment. It's still a compliment. It's really not. Um... But yeah, so you can and uh, you can follow me on Letterbox at Hugo Pinai. You can just find me. Okay, uh, I'm gonna close out the show with Christian's last final thoughts. Uh, he says, "Okay, one more idea. You ready? What if him and an e girl fell in love?" Um, I'm sorry, but e girls all love Obi Wan Kenobi. So, Eesh. well, there you have it, Christian. Sad. Ah, poor Christian. Sorry, but until the next conquest. We'll see you guys later. Have a good night. And may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Ah, that would have been better. That would have been better. <laughs> oh, well, it, it's too late. The damage is done. Good night. We're still live. Yes, I know. I'm ending the stream now. <laughs>